Good morning, Living Word. Good morning, morning, Manaites. God bless you. This is the day that the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. We certainly want to give God thanks for another beautiful day, an amazing day, as I always say, a day we have never seen before and will never see again. So make sure you're making the most of every day. Don't put off for tomorrow what you can do today. And so make sure you have taken the time. Now that you're awake, now that you're breathing, make sure you take the time to acknowledge the presence of God in your life. That is the most important relationship that we can possibly have while we're in the earth realm because this relationship extends to the eternal realm. Amen. Remember, um, our marriages, our spouses are only for the earth realm. <laughs> we won't be married in eternity. Okay. And so we got to make sure that this relationship, our relationship with God, is the most precious one because not only is it alive and well while we're here on the earth, but it will be alive and well in all of eternity. Amen. So that's why the Bible said we must love the Lord our God with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind, with all our strength. And then he said to love your neighbor as you love yourself. Amen. So God is supposed to be our one and true love. As strange as that sounds, that's what he requires. Because all other loves are temporary, earthy, earthly. God's love is eternal. Amen. And so we give God thanks for his eternal love. It transcends the earth and all the way to all of eternity. And that's how we're going to be spending the rest of our existence. Matter of fact, I can't even say the rest. Rest means that it comes to an end. No, it never ends. All of our existence, everything is in the presence of God. So we got to make sure we are Showing him love here because he certainly has showed us love. And he's gone to prepare a place for us. This is Jesus talking. that I go to prepare a place for you. And he says, in my father's house are many mansions. If it was not so, I would have told you. And because he goes to prepare a place, he's coming back to receive us unto himself. Glory to God. So we have a beautiful place awaiting us with our address, with our names on it. I have my place. You have yours. We all have mansions um, in the heavenly realms. On the planet heaven, there's a mansion awaiting all of us, those of us who love the Lord in the earth realm. Now, who are those who love the Lord in the earth realm? Those are the ones who keep his commandments. Those are the ones who do his word. Don't look to the left nor to the right, but just certainly making sure they're following after God and doing the things that God has asked them to do. Amen. And if we do that, it is God's will that we prosper in the earth. You know, God really wants you to prosper. Yes, he does. Um, God wants us to have abundant living, abundant existence. God never called us to be or God never called us to be weak. God never called us to be in lack, not enough, 
struggling and starving and all those things, that is not God's will for his children. Now, let's just be for real. How many of you have how many of you as parents will have that want that for your own for your child? Oh, you're going to be broke. You're going to be weak. You're going to be sickly all your life. <laughs> no, we will never do that as a parent. And and we are earthly parents. Imagine our heavenly father. He certainly does not want any of those things for us. A lot of those things happen to us through ignorance, being disobedient to the word, making mistakes, connecting with the wrong people, going outside of the will of God for your life, and all these things that we do in the earthly realm that brings disaster upon our lives, all the stuff that other people do in the earthly realm that causes and, and negatively affects us and bring us to a place where we're, in, uh, we're not functioning where God really designed for us to function we connect with the wrong people, get married to the wrong person. We do all kinds of stuff. And it just brings ruin to our lives and it brings conflict. It brings struggle into our lives. That's why it's so important that from an early age and that the earlier we learn the scripture and the earlier we be, begin to live according to the word of God, the better the outcome of our lives. Not that God can't turn around bad situations because he certainly can um, but why do we need to get into bad situations for God to now come and turn around? So if we know to do what's right, why don't we do it rather than just doing what is wrong and expect God to come and fix all the situations? So it's important that we learn that lesson. The Bible said, my people perish. God said his people perish because they lack knowledge and not just because they lack knowledge, but because they also reject knowledge. And he said, because you have rejected knowledge, I will also reject you. And so when we reject what God has told us to do, um, then God is going to reject us. And we're not going to have the prosperity that we're looking for. We're not going to have the abundant life we're looking for. You know, one of the things that God, one of the ordinances, commands that God, that God gives us and we reject is that we want heaven to open up over our lives without tithing. God given us the reason, the ways for heaven to open. You know what open heaven really means? One of the meaning of open heaven, it means opportunities. Opportunity for prosperity will come your way. Opportunities for increase. It means the heavens are open. God will give you favor. Um, you will get, you can make choices um, because you would have such an abundance of opportunities that God will make available to you. That's one of the that's what open heavens mean. That's one of the, the meaning of open heaven. Opportunities made available for you. The way's been made for you. Let me share my testimony of how I got to heaven, how I got to South Florida. I remember when I got out of the services. All my life I've been an avid tither since 13. Even when I was in the military, I sent my tithe home. And um, when I got out the military and I was home and and, and I remember one day. I was working at a company up in New York and I was there working. A young man came to me and he says, you know, um, Oral, I really like how you work. You'd be great for my dad. And now understand I was working temporary. I didn't have a permanent position. It was just temporary. And even in my temporary position, opportunities were coming to me. They were giving me increases, advances. And every time they give me increase and advance, they grandfathered back to the day I started. 
You know, I was young. I didn't even understand how all that worked. All I knew is that all these things was happening, was just coming to me. Um, and and this young man came to me. He says, Oral, I, I think you'd be great for my dad in Miami. And so he said, so I didn't, I didn't really believe him. I thought he was kidding. I didn't know his dad was really the dean of engineering at the school of um, in the University of Miami. Well, the next day I came to work, and sure enough, his dad was on the phone. He put me on the phone. He says, Mr. Walters, I am going to fly you down to Miami. I'll have some positions available for you. You choose which one you want. <laughs> Isn't that incredible? Who does that? I didn't know this man from anywhere. He did not know me. Just his son worked next to me and like how I worked. And so he flew me to Miami and I accepted one of the positions and then I didn't have a place to live and he allowed me to live in an apartment that he had down here that was not being used. And so I stayed in the Dean of Engineering's apartment for one whole year. Can you believe how God just made a way to open opportunities for me? God just worked it out absolutely for me. So that's what you call opportunities. I knew nothing of this man. Um, all I knew is that I wanted to come to Miami. That's a whole nother story. I wanted to come to Florida because I got tired of the cold in New York. And God simply made a way for me. Opportunities. See, when you do what God tells you to do, he creates opportunities for you. He never fails. And I have so many testimonies of opportunities that God has made for me. I started my own company after working at the University of Miami for five years. Just opportunities came to me, and I made use of those opportunities. Amen. And God abundantly blessed me because I, um, because when heaven opens, opportunities begin to flow to you. And so I want to go back to the scripture in John 10 and verse 10. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy, but I'm come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. That We know that verse pretty well. God wants us to prosper. And he said, the thief only comes to steal, to kill and destroy. Simply take away your blessing, ruin your life, cause conflict, cause disturbances, cause storms and and everything negative, steal from you that which you have gained, uh, put holes in your pockets, kill your joy, destroy your hope, destroy your faith. That's what the adversary come to do. And if those are the things you are dealing with, you have an adversary working in your life. If you're not seeing advancement, you're not growing, opportunities are not coming your way, then you have an adversary working in your life. It's time to shake that off and get rid of the adversary. Get the thief out of your life. Get the one that is stealing your joy, stealing your money, destroying your hope, killing your faith. It's time to rid yourself of that adversary. And that adversary has rights in your life when you are not in obedience to or with the word of God. Stop trying to do things your own way and line yourself up with the word of God. And God says, if you do what I tell you to do, I will rebuke the devourer. I will rebuke the adversary. I will rebuke the thief from your life. That's what God says. There's some things that we can do, some things we can rebuke, 
There's some things we can bind, some things we can lose, some things we can permit, some things we can allow, but there's some things only God can do. Amen. And Jesus says, I have come that you may have life and that you may have life more abundantly. The, the Passion Translation says this, I have come to give you everything in abundance, more than you expect, life in its fullness until you overflow. Glory to God. Christ came to give us everything in abundance. That means that God wants us to function in overflow. He wants us to function in abundance. He wants us to function in more than enough. It's so we can be symbolic of his blessing so that we can be a blessing to others. Why? Because we are his chosen people. We are the apple of his eye and he wants the best for us. The message version says this, I came so they can have real and eternal life, more and better life than they ever dreamed of. How about you living a life that's better than you have ever dreamed of? <laughs> that's where God wants to take you. He's able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all that you could ever ask or think. So no matter how beautiful your life is, God will bring you to a place that your life is so good you could not even dream of it. <laughs> we already know the eternal side of things, right? How beautiful it's going to be. Uh, we talked about the mansion that he had for us. What I'm talking about right here on earth. Listen, we can have a little bit of heaven right here on earth. Amen. That means we're living in abundant living. We have the joy. We have the peace of God in our lives. We're content. We have more than enough. We're no longer struggling. Amen. God has made a way for us. We have, we're living with wisdom, knowledge, understanding. We're making good decisions. We're not doing stupid things and ruining what God is trying to do in our lives. You know, I'm convinced that people, there are people who do stupid things in the earth. And there are some Christians who do stupid things too. You know, one, they don't listen. Two, they're disobedient. Or three, they tend to do their own thing, go their own way, and expect God to just step in and just work it out. No, we, we do silly, silly, silly things. And so when we, when we line up with the word of God, then our steps are now ordered by the Lord. And he will never lead you astray, neither will he lead you wrong. Right? Because his word become a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. So when the Bible talks about life, that we may have life, the, um, the Greek word is zoe. It means life, lifetime, a lifetime of the absolute fullness of life, both, both essential and ethical life, which belongs to God. So this this perfect life. This the life of health, the life of strength, the life of wealth, the life of prosperity. This is what God really wants for us. Amen. He wants our human existence to be one of joy. God never meant for our human existence to be consistently sorrowful, even though in this life, Jesus told us that we're going to have tribulation. But the Bible also reminds us that, you know, weeping is only for a night. Joy comes in the morning. So we have good seasons, we have bad seasons, we have rainy seasons, we have dry seasons and all this. But in the midst of this, the Bible said he will make us like trees 
that are planted by the rivers of water that bring forth fruit in every season. So no matter what season the, the earth is going through because you are a child of God, God will make a way. Opportunities will come your way. You get to shift. You get to, to grow. You get to produce wealth, whether the stock market is going up or going down, whether the economy is good or the economy is bad. God makes a way for you to produce wealth, for you to take care of your family, for you to, to have more than enough so you can bless somebody else. And so this, this abundant life is a life that is real, a life that is genuine, a life that is active, a life that is vigorous, but it's also a life devoted to God, a life that is blessed, amen, a blessed in, the, in all portions of our life. Every aspect of our life is blessed. Why? Because we put our trust in God, and because our trust is in Him, He will pour out His blessing on us. He will keep his hand on us. He will preserve us. He will make a way for us. He will make sure that we live out his thinking and his plans for us. Amen. And so when the Bible talks about, you know, God wants us to prosper in all these things. Amen. He wants us to, to prosper in our health. He wants to prosper in our finances, and that which means our wealth, every aspect of our lives. Do you know God wants our relationship to, to thrive, not just survive? You and your spouse should have a thriving, beautiful relationship. That's what God wants. The Bible said the two shall become one. There should be joy. There should be energy. There should be love. There should be passion. There should be affection. There should be unity. There should be oneness. In your relationships with your spouse, your relationship with your children, there should be honor. There should be respect. Your house should be a place of joy, a place of peace. When you come home, you should be able to relax and laugh with your children, eat with your family, enjoy um, the things that God has blessed you with. You shouldn't have to come home to a place of misery, to a place you know where it's cold and damp you know, and meanness. And, no, nobody wants to live like that. Ain't nobody got time for that. You want to come home to a peace and open the doors of your house and you smell heaven. Amen. That's what we want. That's what God has for us. Amen. And I know, um, you know, some of our situations, uh, you know, will prohibit all that I'm talking about, but that's when we're going to give it to God and God will turn all those things around and cause it to work out for your good. Amen. Because it's God's will that you prosper and be in good health. It's God's will that you have life and have life abundantly. Amen. More than you could even possibly use. Amen. A life that is overflowing from the stores of God. Amen. So it's important that we know that, that God has storehouses. And when he's ready to pour out, he, he pours out of you. And listen, God's storehouses never runs dry. It never runs empty. You know, when the Bible said he would supply all our needs according to his riches and glory, God is not lacking in anything. God is so rich, he uses gold as asphalt. You know, we use tar as asphalt on the street. God uses gold. The streets and the planet heaven are made with gold. The streets are paved with gold. The gates of the city are made of 
pearls. The city is built and the foundation is built using precious stones, diamonds. And I, I mean, God uses all these things that we wear on our necks. He uses it to build buildings. <laughs> he uses it to pave the street. You know what? We find precious and all this stuff. God has it in such abundance that he builds buildings with with diamonds and emeralds and, and all these things. And then he paved the streets with gold, gold that we think is so precious and is so valuable to God. It's just good enough for the streets. <laughs> That's the God we serve. And so he's not lacking in anything. Amen. You know, one of the definition of life um, or abundance is a supply beyond immediate possibility of use. So what I'm saying is that God... Is, is wants to bring us to a place that our supply is more than we can ever possibly use. <laughs> Isn't that beautiful? See what I mean? God has blessed us so much, such abundance that we have enough to give away. We have enough to bless other. Amen. Life that has a beautiful future, life that propagates new life. Amen. The Bible says, whatever we sow, we all so reap. And so when we are givers, we become receivers. Amen. Because you can't outgive God. You cannot. And when we're living that abundant life, God will give us and we give out. And then God will give back to us and we will consistently give out. And so we have a reciprocal relationship with God. He gives, we receive, we give, and we receive. Listen, God will just work it out for your good. Amen. And so the life that God has for us is, is a life that has, that's full of the capacity is untold. It's unheard of. It's a, it's a place of beauty, fragrance, strength, growth, variety, reproduction, amen, health and wealth, continuity that goes all the way through eternity. Amen. That's the life God has for us. He wants us to have just a taste of heaven here until just so we can see what the true heaven is like once we get here. Amen. So God didn't call you to a life of misery. And if you live in a life of misery, you must know that that's not the place that God calls you to be. You got to check your history to find out why you are where you are. If you really want to know why you are where you are, check your history. Check the decisions you made. Check the words that you said. Check the, the way you were thinking. Check all those things. Check who you connected with, um, who influenced you. Check all those things and all the decisions you made in your life. It brought you to where you are today. So if you're in a place of misery, first you must know that this is not what God has for you. But the good thing is everything in this life is subject to change. Glory to God. It can change. And now that you know that it's God's will that you prosper and be in good health and that Jesus came that you may have life and that you may have it more abundantly, this is the word of faith that you will use to begin your transition to a new life. Amen. That you must know, you must believe that Jesus came that you may have abundant living, abundant life while you are here on earth not just for your next existence, not just for the heavenly realm, but while you were here on earth, 
have faith in it and believe in it and begin to line yourself up with the word of God. And when you line yourself up with the word of God, you begin to do what God says and begin to pray the word over your life and change is going to come. Now, understand that some things didn't happen overnight in your life, so it's not going to change overnight. Some things will change overnight. Your direction will change overnight. Um, but the process must work its way through until God gets you to a place where you need to be. Amen. Your savings account, you know, you, you may have zero in there now, but each and every day you put a dollar in there and day two, you put another dollar and day three, it begins to accumulate and grow. Well, such as it is, life change, life happens, life changes over time. God will gradually get you to a place where you need to be. Remember, life is a journey. We're traveling through time. Amen. It's just not a snap and it's over. No, we're traveling through time and we're going through a process. Opportunities will come. Doors will open for us. Why? Because God is making a way for us because his plans for us is always better than our plans for ourselves. No matter how great a plan we can think, no matter how wonderful our mindset is, God's plan for our life is even better. Amen. And so God wants us to be prosperous. Amen. That means all your needs are being met, spiritual, um, spirit, soul, and body. That's true prosperity. Amen. Everything is in order. Relationships are conducted in love. Business activities are successful. Spiritual growth through progressive revelation is happening. There is no sickness. There is no disease. There is no lack or insufficiency. All family members are pursuing God's plans and purpose for their lives. And joy and peace are the ongoing attributes of life. See, when we get to that place that we have self-actualized, praise God. God really wants us to be a place of self-actualization, that we have self-actualized according to the hierarchy of our needs. God wants us to get to all the places of our needs. All our needs are met. Amen. And not only are they met, but they are met in abundance, meaning there is a surplus beyond what is actual actually needed. Amen. In short, it means life is complete and all this prosperity. Amen. All this that I'm talking about is expressed in the word of God. Amen. Remember, we, you know, in Luke 4, 18, Jesus said, he has sent me to proclaim that the captives will be released, the blind will see, the oppressed will be set free, and the time of the Lord's favor has come. Listen, he said, this word is fulfilled in your eyes today. The express time of God's favor has come. Amen. And so we are living in that time that the favor of God is up on his people. Let's make use of it. Let's line ourselves up with the word of God. I cannot say it too much that our lives are predicated, our future is predicated on us living according to God's word. Amen. There is no other way. God does not mince his word. He means what he says. And not only will he means what he says, he says those who accept the word will be saved. Those who reject the word will be damned. That's what the word of God says. So it's a choice. You've got to make a choice. And Jesus said, the devil come to what? To kill, steal, and destroy. But I've come that you may have life. That is the word of God. That's what God's plan for your life is. For you live in abundance. 
for you not to be struggling. And so as people of God, children of God, make sure that we're lined up with the Word of God. Make sure we're talking to the Holy Spirit. Listen, we, we all of us should be at a place in life where you're not consistently making mistakes, doing silly things, dumb things, things that's just ruining your life. We're, you should be in a place now. You're making good decisions. You're seeking the Holy Spirit. You will take time out to fast and praise, especially when you have life decisions to make. Don't just quickly make decisions that can you know mess up your life. I'm not talking about, you know, what dress to buy, what shoes to buy, all those kind of things. No, I'm talking about life decisions, who you marry, um, medicines to take, all these things. Whatever is happening in your life that you need God to answer, um, you need to spend some time in prayer and talking to God because you don't want to make decisions that's going to ruin your life. Amen. So make sure job changes, you know moving to a home, doing all that, all these things that are significant moves in your life, make sure you're talking to God about it. He will never lead you astray. Amen. Some of you take on things that, you know, that God didn't mean for you to have. And so it becomes a burden. Remember the blessing of the Lord, make it rich and adds no sorrow. So whatever God blessed you with is to make you better not to make you bitter. So if if what you have in your life is making you bitter, chances are it didn't come from God. Okay? So don't blame God. Don't say, God, you gave me this thing. You gave me that. No, no, because if it's making you bitter, it didn't come from God. Because God, what God gives you, it adds no sorrow. It's for your blessing. It's for your good. Because he only adds to you what is for your good. And then he subtracts from you the things that are bad from, for you because God really loves you. So I pray that today that you get an understanding and we will talk a little bit more about this on tomorrow because God really wants us to live in prosperity. He wants us to have that abundant life. Amen. He wants us to have life more abundantly life full of joy, life full of peace. Listen, you, you got to expect that, you know, and when you expect it, you can begin to pray it, begin to pray. It. If you're not having joy in your life, it's time for you to know that God meant for you to have joy and begin to pray. God, you said in your word that I'm supposed to have joy and your joy is my strength. And so father, I ask you to infuse me Fill me with your joy. Take away all this pain. Take away all this conflict. Take away this war, God, and give me peace. Give me joy, God, that I may smile. God, bring the smile back to my face. Bring the white back to my teeth. Whatever it is you've got to do, God, but I need your presence in my life. Now that you know that it's God's will for you to live abundantly, you are you are now authorized to pray this prayer. Father, thank you because you said that my life should be one of abundance. Amen. You said that I should be living my life in peace and in prosperity. That is your word. And so, Father, that is my expectation. And so, Father, if there's anything in me that will hinder anything on my life that's hindering my abundant living, Father, I submit myself to you. Take these things from me. 
and that I may be in line with your plan for my life. I submit my life to you, God. I put my plan into your hands and you take it, God, and you will turn you turn it and make it turn it into your plans because God, I know your plan is always better than my plan. Father, I thank you for doing it. Thank you for turning around. And God, your word says all things must work together for my good. So God, that's my expectation, causing me to learn what I must learn while I'm in this situation. So I will not repeat the same mistakes again. Holy Spirit, thank you for being my lead. Thank you for being my guide. Thank you for guiding my steps. Thank you for showing me which way to take. God, thank you for leading me to the right, to the left, wherever I need to go, that I may continuously walk in prosperity, that your abundance would never leave my life, and that I will dwell in your presence forever and ever. Father, I thank you for doing that for me. Thank you for your promises for my life being my reality. Thank you for showing me the better things, the better ways. Thank you for choosing for me, for making the good choice for me, the right choice for me. Thank you for being the on-time God. Thank you, God, for guiding my steps. And when I was about to step wrong, God, you, you fixed, you corrected my step and allowed me to stay on my high places. See, when you begin to pray like that, when you and do you believe God like that? You will see change in your life because change will come to your mindset. Your instruction set will be corrected. God will remove the viruses from your system and put his correct program in your system that you can begin to do what he has called you to do. Amen. So remember, God wants us to live in prosperity. God wants us to live in abundance. It's up to you to line yourself up with the word of God. Believe his word and he will make a way for you. Let us pray. Father, we thank you again for the blessing of every day. Thank you for loving us, making a way for us, opening doors for us. Thank you for your word this morning. Thank you for reminding us that you've come, you've sent your son, that we may have life and that we may have life more abundantly. And not just abundantly, God, but we'll have it for all of eternity. And for this, we give you thanks and we give you praise. And I pray that this morning, God, Lord, we will make sure that we are in, living in accordance with your word, that your word may come alive in our lives. And that which we're seeking for, we will find. And God, that what we don't know, you, you will drop it into our spirit. God, lead us to the scriptures. Lead us to the things that we need to meditate upon. Uh, things that are true, things that are honest, things that are just, pure, and lovely, things of good report, things of virtue and praise. I pray, God, that our minds will be focused on those things, that our minds may be transformed, and we may come in alignment with your word. God, that the heavens may open and opportunities may come our way. Thank you, God, for fixing what is broken in our lives. Thank you again, Father God, because you love us so much that you refuse to leave us. You refuse to leave us in the gutter, but you will raise us up again, God, and bring us out and set us on our high places. Thank you, Father, because it is you who make my feet like hind's feet and set me on my high places. And for this, we give you thanks. This morning, God, we thank you for the favor that is on our heads, the increase on our hands, and the swiftness on our feet. 
Thank you for forgiving our past. Thank you, God. I thank you for preserving our present and guaranteeing our future. For there's not a feeble one amongst us. We're healthy. We're wealthy. We're strong in you, our God, and in the power of your might. For though our beginning was small, our latter end has greatly increased. And we already know the end revealed is a sure thing. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks and we give you praise. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.